Welcome to Late Night Wisdom Podcast brought to you by RedArmyBet.com, the betting site where what you win goes to you and what you don't win and what you lose goes back into supporters funds for United based stuff so uh, redarmybet.com if you want to flutter on the games um, we're in a pub in central Manchester called Mulligans pretty much universally known as a a United pub Uh, you only have to take one look as you look around the pub there's pictures of uh, there's a signed kit of Brian Robson on the wall and there's also a signed Roy Keane kit on the wall two great United captains who were both uh, esteemed in Derby Day folklore so on a day like today you're not going to get any blues in here what you're going to get is loads of United fans but you're also going to get a sizeable police presence outside uh, the police have been in we got here about three o'clock this afternoon the police have wandered in at least three times since I've been here so uh, they're obviously expecting it to be get uh, a bit moody there was a period about five six years ago where Manchester on Derby Day uh, the police got really uptight about things and they started just not allowing pubs to open full stop so it would be very very difficult to get a drink um, up until the game kicked off they've started to relax that a little bit more but ultimately Derby Day Manchester still moody the fans still hate each other that should never ever change and the police are aware of that obviously with it being a night game um, that's going to bring a bit of a different dynamic to it obviously a lot of people have worked during the day so I would anticipate that uh, people getting slaughtered um, won't be anything like as if it was a even a, a noon kickoff or a, an half one on a Sunday um, people would normally still be able to get out early doors and then go out afterwards and get up to all kinds of stuff so um, for me it's still the biggest game in the calendar um, as I was brought up as a United fan in a massively blue household um, my story of being a United fan came from when my dad left us and uh, as a sweetener uh, he decided that he was going to take me out to buy me he got his heart set on bringing me up as a blue so he took me to a shop to buy me a city kit as a bit of a sweetener for him moving out and uh, we were in a shop called Gans Gear in the Armdale in Manchester which anyone in the 40s and uh, used to go and buy the shoes and the trainers and the trackies and the, and everything else and the footy kits in the Armdale will probably remember Gans Gear uh, and he pointed at three city kits I was think I was six six years of age and he pointed at three city kits a blue one there was a black and red one and there was a uh, white one with the sash going across and he asked me which one I wanted and I pointed at uh, a white United shirt that had three black admiral stripes down the shirt and I said I'm having that one and it broke his heart but um, obviously to his credit he uh, didn't take it personally uh, I think he cried for about a month but that's his problem he didn't take it personally he managed to take me to Old Trafford every other week and uh, and that was it really for me but uh, yeah I grew up in a massively blue household mum, dad, brother, aunts, uncles, grandparents there's not a single City fan around me so um, obviously everybody's got a story about why they became a United fan I'm just surrounded by a few lads here so I'm going to get a bit of background as to a, why they became red in a two-team city and uh, what the derby means to them. I've got Jay Kelly with me. How are you, lad? Hiya, mate. How are you? Yeah. Why United? Mother's side. Mother's side of the family. All red. Brought up a red. Always be a red. You know what I mean? Dad supports Burnley for his uh, troubles. I don't know why. So, he's red. red. He's got six fingers. Were you never, uh, never even attempted or were you never even forced my, down that route? My uncle tried taking me uh, down the blue side once, he took me to, I think it was City Watford. Nah, weren't the same, Yeah, weren't the same. Yeah. Um, so 
you're a Manchester-born United fan. Um, if you ask a lot of United fans about their biggest game, I still think that the percentage will still say Liverpool. Um, for me, nothing will ever beat the Manchester derby in terms of it being a massive game. I appreciate the rivalry of Liverpool and everything that comes with that, but um, for me, it's United and City. That's always going to be our biggest game, and in particular the away game. Where do you stand? I think it depends on when when you was born and when you started watching United. You know, some of the some of the lads in their early twenties will probably say City, but myself in my forties, it's always been Liverpool, always has been, and always will be. But since City have got the money and they've been more successful, obviously it's a bigger game for us all because we went we went plenty of years without playing City, obviously because they weren't in the same division as us. But I still hated them. I've always hated City, but still Liverpool for me, unfortunately. It's what you wouldn't like to hear. No, <laughs> okay. See you later, Joe. Cheers. Uh, Tomo, why United? Uh, family. Not one blue in the family, all reds. Um, first game was a Manchester derby, actually. Arthur Albertson scored no goal, to all. Um, back in the 80s. Hate them. We don't wear synthetic fibres. Don't come out spitting of Thomas Cook. Yeah, did on a stag do. Yeah, and you shared it, and you're the bastard who got. Anyway, um, I hate them, um, and I'm like you. This is bigger for me, um, and I think it's because of personal circumstance. I'm actually from Stockport, so there's a lot of blues around. And do you know what? In, until they, um, until they actually get over us. They'll never be a big club, in my opinion. They, they've got such a chip on the shoulder, like Tottenham have about Arsenal. We were just talking about then. They have such a massive chip on the shoulder about us that they can't grow as a club. The club, I think, are trying to move on from us, but the fans will never move on from us. And that's why I hate them, because just everything about them. Oh, Jesus. But you did wear a City kit on your stag, dude, didn't you? For, for 1 minute 30, and I've got the proof on my phone. But no one's having it. Do you know what? 1 minute 32. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not one person thinks that you should have wore that, and uh, you know, unfortunately, your uh, your reputation's in absolute ruins. Uh, I've got uh, I've got Rick McGarr here who, um, on a very very rare day off, it's his one away game of the year. He doesn't have to run a coach. Yeah, didn't know what to do with myself today, so I had to come in here early and meet you. I had to come out drinking. <laughs> yeah. uh, why United? Family. No. No blues yeah. around you. No, and you know, dad takes you to the first game and fell in love with it then, really. So yeah, no. Uh, Never even a chance that you could have been a blue. No, no. There was, um, I mean, even growing up at, at school and that, probably only like two, two city and a sort of wider group of friends. And my mum and dad actually met through United um, when they used to have the uh, supporters club back in the um, back in the early seventies and that um, at some do there. So um, she was a case on them. My dad was a Stratford ender and um, opposite's a track. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he just. Never any choice at home, really. So, where do you stand then on the United or Liverpool debate in terms of which is the biggest game and the biggest rival? Oh, City or Liverpool? You mean? Yeah. Um, what did I say? United. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that was the it's, 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 and I know more City fans than I do Liverpool fans so there's always that edge on the games when you're playing City as opposed to Liverpool um, I mean I guess it can, this sort of question it's like you hate both of them don't you it's hard to split who you hate the most but it comes to a head I suppose a couple of years ago didn't it when they were both in with a chance of winning that title with a few games to go and at that time 
I probably wanted Liverpool to lose it more than I wanted City to lose it on the basis that I thought it had done a lot for Liverpool Football Club at that time, breaking that run of not winning a title, um, allowing them to sign a lot of better players where the City had you know, recently won a title, won a cup, probably didn't mean as much to him, but, but now they've had a little bit of success, you just want to fucking knock them off their fucking perch as well, don't you? What have you made of where City are Because obviously... Mourinho and Guardiola rocks up at the start of the season. Everybody thought, you know, they were go, you know, Manchester was going to be like this hotbed of football, and everything was going to be, you know, pretty much centred on these two cities. Didn't quite work out that way, but I think there's an argument to say that Mourinho's had a far, far better first season with a trophy on the board and the progress he's made than Guardiola has. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Mourinho has done a good job this year and I think, you know, it was an easy thing for the press. You know, a few weeks ago they started running some stats about points compared to Van Gaal at this time, but they're not, a few weeks later when we've won a few extra games, they're not comparing, are they? And, you know, it's we, we've got one trophy in the bag. Hopefully we'll go on and win um, a European trophy, which is still, I know, it's, I know it's a secondary competition in Europe, but it's still a big fucking competition to win and we'll all be there in Stockholm enjoying every minute of it. So hopefully we'll, we'll do that and, you know, they've got a chance of, um, uh, if, you know, finishing above City in the league, finishing above Liverpool in the league, you know, they could, they could finish third in the league this year, which, you know, in a bad season when you look where they've been the last few seasons, um, City's season. It's funny, isn't it? Because I'd completely forgot to the other day, I think. They, they won some like eight on the bounce at the start, didn't they? And everyone thought the title Game was going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they've had to a, be fair. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, they've had a big a big drop off. I don't think they're as bad as some people make out they are. Um, I think he's got some clear issues in that squad, and his defence is garbage. Um, you know, they're still relying on company who plays, you know, one or two games a season these days and that. So, um, you know, top, top managers don't become shit overnight but um, it'll be interesting to see how he copes with this new pressure that he's never had before because and that's you know I guess that's no fault of his own he's always managed good teams and they've always done well but now he's now he's facing something he's never had to face before and why you know like Mourinho was really up for a challenge like that the backs against the wall the grinding out a 1-0 win yeah. I'm not sure that's Guardiola's style and who knows where they might end I'll come back to you in a minute because I want your thoughts on um, how you think the game will pan out and who you think will play but little Dan um, yeah, you're right. We um, someone someone replayed me what you said. In oh, the last, last, year. last year. I know. I heard it last night. Animated. <laughs> um, I was. We we just won as well, and I was still fuming. Were you not before? That was before the game. You played. Are you sure? Yeah, it was before the game. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, um, that's the, the so we thing, it still stands. Yeah. I fucking I still hate it. Yeah, I know you do. Um, just why United? Because obviously you're from Failsworth Newton East part of town. You know, it's largely United, but there's a lot of uncles. Uncles. I had no choice really, mate. My mum and I was. I was born there and born into a red family. So if I'd have tried to pick another team, my uncles would have fucking slapped the shit no out of me. No, I mean, no, not a chance. Same with my brother. My bro- my bro- I think my, uh, I don't even know. My brother's just fucking. He was born. You're red, and that's how it is. That's how it's in our family. So where do you stand on the the size of this game within the season? And in, obviously, most United, a lot of United fans will say the biggest game for them and the biggest rivals Liverpool. You've got a different take, haven't you? Well, yeah, I, 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 I'm quite fortunate. I'm, well, not fortunate. I'm old enough to have seen Liverpool win stuff as I was growing up. But being a city of Manchester, you got two teams, United and City. Watching them win nothing all through your childhood, your teen years. Fucking great, wasn't it? it? You know, it's brilliant. So for me, you know, 
watching Liverpool win things, I, I, it wasn't sort of for them to win the league or win a cup. It wasn't a, a, a shock or a surprise. But to see City do it, that sort of not upset me. But it's you know, it, for it, me, for me, I never had to do. Liverpool were winning everything, now, yeah, and it pissed me off. And I've been knifed in Liverpool. I've been beaten up. I didn't like you know. But I, the reality is. I never, as I was growing up and forming my allegiance, I never had to deal with a Liverpool fan in the no, schoolyard no, on a no, Monday. No, 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 same. And for same. me, that's so big. Yeah, same. The number, of, number of City fans. On, you know, I still, still to this day, I've got, I've got some mates or acquaintances who are City fans. And why? Because the well, just, just try, try to be. Um, what's the, what's the word? Sort of civil, Weird. civil. Weird. Try to be civil. Yeah. But and even now, to this, I was thinking about it last night. To be honest, when when Dave replayed that thing on Twitter last night, what I said last year, I thought to myself, you know, the only the only way they could get us as kids was to call us Munichs. That was the only thing that wound us up because they didn't win any trophies, they didn't fucking, they didn't put us in our place. They, Still do. It was it was always us winning stuff. I mean, all right, we're both. Since since they've the billionaires have come in the the um, sheep Mansour and what have you's come in, and since Fergie's retired, I think they've only they've only beat us to one trophy. In, 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 no, in terms of numbers, I think we've won we've won three or four trophies and they've won five. Now, for all the billions they've spent, or millions they've spent, or millions we spent, that's not a big gap, is it? Whereas through the nineties and the and the, the two thousand and what have you, we were smashing trophies all the time. So for me, tonight is is the one. It's bragging rights. It's it, it's as uh, Bill Shutter put on Twitter before. Who's got the bragging rights? And it's who's got the bigger bollocks, basically. We can walk around town for the next week or so. And you won't see a thing from them. Look, if we if we win tonight, you won't see a thing from them for a week. They'll all be quiet as a mouse and they'll, they'll just fuck off. But anyway, cheers, Dan. Cheers a bit, yeah. <laughs> Sam, how are you, mate? Why not, United? Not so bad yourself. Um, anyway, well, I get asked this quite a lot actually because. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, my mum's a blue, my dad's a red. So like they always say, oh, you. Hold on. No, no, you're right. It's, it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, dad, your dad's a blue, your mum's a red. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Dan, but I reckon he knows his own mum and dad. No, 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 he was right, you know, my mum's a red, my dad's a blue. <laughs> so hang on, so, you're, so you don't know your own mum and dad? <laughs> Were you adopted? I don't know, I don't know, know my dad, for sure. But no, you um... adopted and bought up by dingoes. I'm wondering why Dan knows them. Well, no, yeah, my mum's a red, my dad's a blue. Have you noticed they're the same height? <laughs> Yeah, it's ten years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fucking ugly, am I? Let's be honest. Anyway, so yeah, my mum's a red. My dad's a blue. So like, well, why don't you follow your, your dad's a football? That's like the main question. But at the time of growing up, sort of, my mum and my granddad have always been like season ticket holders since like all that league match ticket book shite and all that's before my time. But um, and my dad only really started going regular to City when they moved grounds. He used to go to Main Road, obviously. Like, every other. Like, Whenever, but Main Road is fucking great. But I, I never got the chance to go, so I can't. I can't really comment. But he got a season ticket when he moved there, so that's why I followed United just just through my mum and my granddad, really. So, so um, in terms of where you position this game in the calendar, in terms of its size, a lot of United fans will always say Liverpool's a big game, and they'll try and do City down by saying they're this, that, the other. You know, I, I just can't legislate for that. Me, it's always the biggest game for me, and particularly the away one. Where do you want it? Well, like a lot of Reds, my mum and her brother and my granddad were the same. 
Liverpool's the biggest one for them. They've grown up in an era where they've watched Liverpool win title after title, cup after cup, European Cups. But for me, like, born in 91, I've not seen them win a league title. I've seen them win that one European Cup in 2005. And for me, like, you grow up with your mates and they're City fans and then like, you've, you've always had like the bragging rights over and for as long as you can remember and then you know they get all this money and then they start to win a couple of titles and stuff and it's it does it does great on you and for me yeah it's definitely City um, obviously um, I'm going to sort of wrap up pre-game in a minute with um, obviously the game tonight um, I'm of the view that it's a bigger game for City than it is for United in the sense of they've got one route left whereas United have got the potential get out of jail free card of the Europa League are you agreeing with that? definitely definitely um, I still think if we got a point here today I think we've finished top four I don't think Liverpool will win all four games they've got left I think if we, if we can get a point here I think it'll kick us on we should beat Swansea on Sunday and that really puts that really puts the pressure on City and Liverpool then and like you say we've got, we've got the, um, the backup of the Europa League you'd expect us to beat Celta Vigo over two legs and then you'd expect us to beat Leon or, or um, who is it fucking Ajax in the final so yeah I think I think it's a big uh, it's a big game for City especially Guardiola I think they brought him in at the start of the season they looked shit up and I thought they were going to sweep all before them they were going to win the league and then what, did they win 10 games on the bounce at the start of the season in all competitions and then since that I think they've been they've been sussed a bit um, and he's not really adapted to it yet he's not got he's probably not got all the players he wants but yeah it's a bit it's big for them definitely give me a score prediction 3-0 United <laughs> yeah the lager in here is, yeah I was going to say the cider in here is completely must be much stronger than we thought it was uh, Rick um, I've just asked Sam that I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you the same question about I think this is a must win for City more than it is for United tonight yeah definitely I think um, yeah and coming off the back of a uh, loss in the semi-final of the cup as well this is you know this is our last season and one going at United have got the I wouldn't say it's a, a safety blanket, but it's another option in it. The, uh, the Europa League of getting there, but to be honest, I think I think a draw tonight might suit both teams. Can you see? Um, I mean, there's potentially something to fear there with a with a home crowd that will be passionate. When it, I know we slag them off and that, but it you know it'll be a good atmosphere in there. Um, City will be up for it. Guardiola will want to do Mourinho. City will want to do United. The support will want to do us. You know, there's a lot against us in there yeah but do you not think that's exactly how Mourinho would want it it's like and it, even all these injuries I mean don't get me wrong there's no, there's no chance he wouldn't want Zlatan or Pogba in his squad tonight but he's, it's like he's trimmed it down to the bare minimum and it's, it's him and his men in the trenches and that's how he wants it isn't he you know he's, he's even casting aside people who are like injured he's not interested in him he's only focusing on the people who can impact upon the game tonight and I think he'll absolutely be telling him that in the dressing room he'll be saying the crowd will be on top of you their manager will be on the touchline and the referees here the referees will be against us we've not had a decision all season and you know I'd, don't get me wrong I'd take a draw now but it wouldn't surprise me if 
if he masterminded a 1-0 win because that's what Mourinho does it's, I mean we've got this massively long we've gone unbeaten since October for a, for a reason haven't we so we know how to not lose which helps yeah and I mean you know when you consider not many of us rate many of the defenders he's got in the squad I mean ba- Bailey aside there's probably probably nobody else that Valencia's had a great season don't we know, but he's not an out and out defender is he but you know the rest of them you probably wouldn't be that devastated if they went in the summer yet somehow he's managed to get him to, to work together to, to defend as a team and, and the grinding out results now aren't they just on that defence who you were going to who would you put in that centre half position tonight do you think it'll be uh, Blinden Bailey Bailey yeah I don't think he's got anybody else to play there has he yeah. I don't, don't see who else he Would can play. Carrick? No, not ahead of Blinn. I mean, I think, you know, but Blinn's got his limitations. He's, you know, he's slow, he turns a bit like the QE2 at times, but he's he's a clever, he's a smart player, though. He's an intelligent player, and he doesn't, he doesn't get exposed very often because he knows his limitations. I mean, he played against that semi-final last year at Wembley against Everton with Lukaku, who, on paper, that he should have bullied Blinn, and Blinn played him like a fucking violent. Do you know what I mean? He was brilliant. Could you see him doing that against Aguero and De Bruyne? I think it's harder with City, isn't it? Because you don't always have that man up against you all the time. They all drop off and they move left and right. And um, I mean, I think that Sane for them is probably the, the real threat tonight. He looks, he looks a top player to me. Whether Aguero will play or not, I don't know. They reckon he got injured at the weekend, but um, he's a goal scorer, isn't he? Well, um, obviously, you're not playing his biggest fan and you've been more than vocal about him, but it's his stage tonight, isn't it? It's the kind of game where we're probably going to look at him and go get stuck in yeah and he's, he's probably one of the few players on the pitch you um, you actually want in a derby he'll play it like a derby and put some tackles in put some elbows in and you know I mean don't get me wrong I, I still don't think Marouan Fellaini is good enough to play for Manchester United Football Club and I, and I, I never will because he's a very limited player but to be fair to him he does what the manager asks him to do he follows orders he, he follows orders probably better than anybody else in, in that squad and Mourinho obviously likes him and for a reason and I trust the manager and you know I, I think he's fine to have it in the squad and at the end of the day we've not, we've not got a lot to choose from tonight have we so but he, you know he'll probably either get sent off or he'll pop up with a 1-0 winner See, I'm of the view yeah I'm of the view that if he does what he's going to go on the pitch to do tonight that could be quite critical to the outcome of the game which is quite worrying really yeah and you know I think Mourinho starting to play him in a, in a bit more of a position that suits him you know there was times in the Van Gaal where he's playing as like the deepest midfield player you know almost that sort of like quarterback position which suits Carrick because he's got a passing range of 30 40 yards whereas Fellaini hasn't you know I mean he, he controls it 10 or 15 yards but he that's not a pass it is it yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what I mean yeah, so, um, but you've got to put him in positions where he can cause the opposition harm and that's what he's done and at times it's meant we've been really direct with him and Zlatan up top but it gets your goal sometimes so his elbow on Zabaleta was meant on it yeah yeah and if we if we go two down tonight, I, I hope we do a Tottenham on Chelsea from last season. You know, that and that's still the greatest hour of television I've ever seen. Absolutely. What did they get? Like just shit a fifty thousand pound fine the next week for failing to control a player. This is the thing. I don't think United need to invite anything on here. I think United can just sit there and go. It's up to you to go and win this game. Yeah. Because hey, we've got the Europa. I mean. You know, I, I actually think Mourinho's, and he got slaughtered for it, his best tactical performance this season was Anfield away. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought he was really good that day, and then I thought Chelsea the other week at home, I thought that was that was what we'd been expecting yeah. and wanting from Mourinho, because he got his, you know, 
Oh, now Zlatan's out, you forget, but at the time, not to play Zlatan in that game was a massive thing, but he identified the fact that he had three big centre-halves who'd like, like heading the ball, and he's put Rashford in, and none of them like turning and running behind him. And, you know, tonight, if we do sit back, you've got that pace on the break, haven't yeah. you? What do you expect um, Wayne Rooney's role will be tonight? I mean, I'd be amazed if he started him. I think, I think he's got to be on the bench, but, you know, he can come on and influence a game. He's, you know, and, and his record there is as good as anyone's. Well, I think, I think he scored more goals for United against City than any other player. I might be wrong on that, but um, yeah. and at the end of the day, there's, you know, there's ten minutes to go. It's, you know, it's one-one and something, and a chance drops. I can't think of anybody else you probably want in front of that chance in the current team. He, uh, you know, and he's not from Manchester, but he's a Northwest lad. He understands the significance of that game, doesn't he? Yeah. You, you don't, you don't spend 10, 11 years at a football club going in every single day, especially when the vast majority of them were under Alex Ferguson and not buy into the culture and the beliefs of the club. And he knows what a derby's all about. Well, I think he, we're, but I think he understood it by default in the sense of the outcry and the. Back Backlash against him when he he even hinted at potentially going to sign for him, yeah. you know. And he's got forty lads turning up outside his front door. I think you got it then, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to wrap this up on a bit of a positive. Um, first and foremost, give me a give me a score prediction, and I've got one more question for you. I'm going to go for one 0 United. Really? Yeah. I think it's got. I, I hope it, I, I'll take a draw. I'll take anything. I'll tonight, take a draw. Yeah. Um, What's your favourite derby memory in an away derby? Right, it's got to be for, for me. I've always got to go for ones that I've been at the been at the game, and for me, the skulls header was just you just can't compare anything to that. I mean, it, there's been some other great moments there. You know, Van der Sar saving that penalty off um, was it Darius Vassell, I think. Um, I think we were in that game one 0 something like that. Um, but that skulls header, I mean, the balloon in that end. And the, I mean, the best the best best thing about that wasn't the fact that the skull scored in the last minute. It was the fact that Blackie, who was stood with us all game, left to go and get the car about four to five minutes before. Before that Edda went in. He missed the greatest ever. <laughs> yeah, but not only did he miss one of the best moments in our recent history, as he got outside the stadium, he heard the United end score and jumped up. And then as he started walking towards the car, he got cracked by two City fans who'd seen him jumped up. So he's good, in it? But, but the car was waiting for us when we got outside, so we were dead after. Yeah, the getaway car driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just going to wrap this up now before game. Um, at their place, your favourite ever derby memory? It's got to be when we were 2-0 down at half-time, then Roy Keane slid in at the back post. And I think in about the 86th minute, uh, who was it they brought on? Michelle Vonk or somebody. And first thing he did was give the ball to Cantona. What a great day. What a great day that was. Because they was all giddy. Tomo? Um, do you know what? It was the FA Cup just because of that moment when Skulls came back and I know it sounds bad and then Pogba went but that atmosphere because we had no hope it was that was fucking ace. remember City fans singing what the fucking hell is yeah. that as he was coming on yeah and we cheered every pass he did and do you know what we were brilliant that, that first half we were awesome and that the only thing that I regret about that game is we could have put six past them like they did to us just before that but anyway mine I've not asked you anything but your favourite Derby memory at the council house or main road it's got to be a uh, Skulls last minute Skulls 
just watch it, just watching it on telly, just that, watching it back now, just watch that United end just lift up was something else. Football, football sometimes isn't about trophies, it's about moments, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. It's a proper moment, wasn't it? You look back now and you watch that, that United end just lift up. It, I spoke to City fans, being from Stockport, I know a lot of City fans, I spoke to City fans who literally said that end lifted like they've never seen anything like it when Skulls got last minute goal for me that was it that was it Mad Sam your favourite derby memory from uh, an away game either at City's uh, new ground that we've all paid for or uh, <laughs> or the uh, or at Main Road uh, well actually I think the, my, my first ever away game was um 0-5-6 I think Rooney scored and Richard Dunn scored an own goal I think that was that season so I'd have, I'd have to say that purely based on that yeah. you know. mine's actually in the 5-1 defeat where we got beaten Main Road in 89 and then no no said the same thing no no, no no we were in the north stand and um, a, a, a situation kicked off after about as soon as the game kicked off really where we uh, we uh, well to cut a long story short we ended up not in the north stand <laughs> and being led around the pitch after the players had been took off and led around the pitch to the plat lane it was just you know an immense an immense I got a brick on of adrenaline never went to me I got a brick on my oh, head head my, my favourite my favourite ever Derby memory I know it's, uh, was the fifth goal in the 5-0 I've not heard a cheer at Old Trafford like it just because it put that five on to bed. It was amazing. Yeah. Enough said about the better because they've got a, they've kind of gone on and beat that since, haven't they? But yeah, that uh, when it kicked off in the North Stand at the five one, it was you know I'm not condoning it. Well, maybe I am. I don't know, but it was uh, it was it was an amazing buzz. Anyway, uh, good, hopefully United will get us uh, a result of some kind tonight. I think most people here, judging by the mood, will take a draw. Um, a win would be nice, but I think everybody would be quite happy with a draw away from home given where uh, everything's positioned. Uh, we'll see what happens and uh, we'll be back after the game to uh, talk. It's full time here at the Council House, City nil, United nil. Um, we're being kept to the ground uh, for 20 minutes apparently, which uh, is delaying us uh, the opportunity to fuck off back to London for a little while. Uh, pretty poor game if we're going to be honest, United got what they came for which was uh, to not get beat City uh, often buff didn't do a lot but you know they were definitely the better side no doubt about it and uh, definitely in the second half after a good start from United a good first 20 minutes from United um, United did kick on from then on uh, City got in the game and pretty much had it by the balls uh, but then if you're going to do fuck all with it you deserve fuck all out of it at the end of it and that's what City got fuck all so uh, fuck them anyway sorry about the language it's Derby Day though um, Once again, cover in mind visiting supporters in the South Stand to remain in your seats. Sorry, I'm just letting you in. Or in the uh, stadium due to ongoing congestion outside the stadium. We will update you on the congestion. Ongoing congestion outside the stadium. In a stadium again, that had uh, empty seats for the Derby game. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Um, Johnny, are you happy with the result? Happy with them. Which is a start. Yeah, I'm not really asked. I think that should put us in the top four as long as we don't fuck up our results. And I'd rather cook, I'd rather win the Europa League anyway, so I'm not that arsed. Whether we're fourth or fifth. The team that needed to win didn't, and the team that wasn't arsed also, you know what I mean? So well, you can tell who was happier from the atmosphere at the end, we were happier than them, so I'm not really arsed. I really got arsed. What did, you make, what did you make about United set up the formation and how they played? Because I thought we had a good first 20 minutes and I thought we're playing well here and then they just didn't kick on and second half I thought we were never in it. I think they set up right in the first half, they just they just didn't quite click with them going forward and then in the second half they just they, were, they didn't seem like they wanted to score, they couldn't get out of their own half. 
Last year I was absolutely fucking terrible, so I don't know. I think he set up for a draw and he got the draw. That's all that happened, really. Yeah, it was pretty similar to what happened at Anfield, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember coming away from there, really, we pissed off about the result. But now I'm coming, after a year of it, you realise that coming, if you go away to City and Liverpool and get two points every year, you're not going to be disappointed, are you? We ain't gonna we ain't gonna finish short of a title challenge because of this. Oh. It's by drawing at home with fucking Stoke and Burnley and shit like Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tomo. I said to you didn't I, about 60 minutes went typical Mourinho performance. You went out and chat to me at the end. Um it was, but Jesus Christ, it's like stepping back in time coming here, isn't it? It's like the, the dregs of Manchester just get put in a stadium and then just told to abuse you. But the way we set up do you know what? First half we were doing really well. As you said, 20 minutes rare, we should have probably scored. But then um, second half we just didn't come out. But I don't know. I said to Johnson, I said it's either going to be Fellaini or Fernandinho getting sent off. And then as soon as he went after Aguero that second time, and well, someone was telling me Fellaini was only 11 to 1 to get sent off in yeah. Mulligan's people. Unbelievable. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> we were looking it? at it before. No, I didn't. I fucking put. I said it on foot. On foot. Um, to one for a bucket in the first. I mean, it's minutes. the obvious. Only talking point in the game, really, isn't it? I mean, it was dull game. Do we, do we know what happened? Well, you were chatting, and I was just like looking down. And next minute, Guerrero's on the floor. Now he's got a big head, Annie Fellaini, big hair. I don't know. I, from where I looked, it doesn't look like he touched him. But I'm going to look an idiot if he did. I mean, him. the thing is, he'd just been booked. I mean, yeah. I think he was the first player in the game to get booked. He was, and then he and chased then after him. A minute later, he he clipped. I don't know what happened. He got. He, he, I mean, he looked. He looked in a bit of trouble, didn't he? It was almost yeah. like the ref was about to call him out. I don't think he was going to go off, but... I think he was going to give him the last warning, and then when but that happened, he was just like, right, that's it. I mean, it, it looked like a butt, but I don't know whether he touched him or not. No, I, I it, hope he did. I, I hope he did, because it was Aguero. I mean, do you know what? When you highlight celebrating them, celebrating a disallowed goal, I suppose that just shows how our second half was, but it was funny. Do you know what happened? What, with the red card? Yeah. No, but he, he got booked and he changed after him after about 30 seconds. You can just see he was going to foul him. He does it every time. You can just see him running at I don't think someone. he's headbutted him, though. He did, he? did he touch him? You're on the Night We Stand podcast. I'm not sure, mate. I've just seen Aguero go backwards. I don't know. He was one of the match anyway. He was superb. Him and Herrera were superb. So, no one seems to know whether he touched <laughs> him or not. We'll, uh, we'll obviously Aguero. all learn about nah, it. He's a cunt, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. deserves it for all sorts of reasons. Um, the thing is, though, despite the possession, and I, I've not seen the stats. Um, <laughs> Why have they been shown on the pitch the whole game? How weird was that? Yeah, <laughs> ra- ra- bussing round the ground on the uh, on the screens throughout the game with all these stats saying yeah, right. sponsored by SAP, saying um, <laughs> you know City have had the most shots on goal out of any. You know they had all these optics stats yeah, just buzzing around. Yeah, it was weird. It's like almost sponsored by Lord's Timepiece or something. It was, there was a uh, stop. Men- hey, wait, don't mention them. There, there. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a podcast in the future where I'm legally bound to mention them. Good. Um, they follow me around on the internet. I know, but imagine, imagine back in the day, um, if they'd have had those things buzzing around. They think, you know, they could have had the uh, tallest full lads behind his pitch. We've got Curly Watts, the celebrity salt, fan, salt, salt <laughs> pepper and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like um, Bandit Nana's bloody um, face photoshop. The thing is, though, United, despite. I mean, I'm going to guess that City must have had 70% of the possession in that second half, possibly even more. Uh, but they didn't do a lot with it. Well, they had 288 passes at one point, because we were laughing about that. But no, they didn't. They um, created that chance for Aguero in the first couple of minutes, and then the goal got disallowed. I mean, it's just not up here now on um, it's up here now on the screens in here. That was his miss. 
So we were about to find out if you did headbutt him. Right. This oh, is yeah. like podcast cold, this isn't yeah. men watching TV. Yeah, we're here. they've got Sky Sports News on in the uh, in the concourse underneath the stand. So we're just pretending we're here. We might get a look and see what actually happened here. Probably not. Coming, coming out there, they're all putting their five fingers up, saying we're fifth. We might be fifth. Is that what it meant? Yeah, I think so. We're fifth there. We're fifth, they might be fourth and we're fifth, but we 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 won we won some it. They won't they won't they can't win for call this year. We got Celta Vigo and Prosper week a week in Stockholm. So they can fuck themselves, they can they can come forth and win fuck all. I'd rather win the Europa League. Yeah, I think we're about to see on the screen what happened, so how are you mate? Alright, you're on the we stand podcast. What do you think of the game? Set up well but first twenty minutes was that I think we should have gone for it and I just think he was a bit conservative. Last 20, really should have. Really should have gone. Last 20? Last, last 70? Do we know what happened with Flaney yet? Yeah, he just stuck the head on him, didn't he? Fucking I hope so. I someone hope needs to give a bit of bite in these derbies. and You know what? For the first time, someone stood up for it and gave him a fucking thing. Yeah, I'm up for that. Did he headbutt him? He headbutted him. So what? I'd take that, yeah. You've just said on, someone's just said on the telly. Here we go, yeah, here we go. We're going to see it now. He's coming on the telly. Go on. Go on, Marouan. He came for the point, you know. Not, not properly, yeah. but exactly. he should have really. Oh, he's done it. He's done yeah, it. That'll do. That'll do that. Do you know what? I'll have that ahead of Keane against Sheridan and Skulls at Anfield. Do you remember that <laughs> fucking awful punch of Skulls? I tell you what. And everyone gives Schweinsteiger a stand innovation. That's worth a stand innovation. Absolutely, one hundred. There you go. That's yeah. their goal. <laughs> oh yeah, the goal that was disallowed. That was funny, wasn't it? I mean, the line, the, the line, the lines were flagged straight away for it. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I was going for a piss out, and he went soft side, and then that was it. Everyone celebrating. It was brilliant. But yeah, I suppose that just summed up the second half. It's Thursday night at the comedy store down here, innit? So, you know what I mean? Came, came for good. the draw and got it, didn't we? Yeah, he came for a point. Simple as that. And we've walked away with it. Yeah, it was like. To be fair though, we're not used to it, are we? We're not used to setting up for a point, but... Oh, minded me. We needed three, for me personally. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. with Tottenham and Arsenal coming up, we needed three points. I still points, think top four's there. Mm. A lot it, of fans are starting to say that, and I think it's more to right. do with the fact that they're looking at teams like City Liverpool and going, they're not actually that good. I don't think so, but... For me tonight, look at the team, they should have started with Lingard and brought Martial on for the impact, counter-attack. But and I tell you, tell you what, I was disappointed. Rashford was up on his own up front, and he got kicked to fuck all game. A fair play to him; he stuck up for it. And he needs someone with him. He needs an outlet with him. You can't expect an 18-year-old lad up front. 19. Played Mkhitaryan for the outlet, but it didn't seem to come. Did he didn't turn up, Mkhitaryan. No, 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 not tonight. I, uh, Daily Blind's had a lot of grief, but I thought he stood in pretty well tonight. He's a great reader of the game. He's not the quickest, but he's got Bailey next to him, so he gets away with it. He's composed every week. He's 7 out of 10 every week. You know what you're getting. And apart from his distribution, Darmian was superb, I thought, as well. Uh, I'm not sure about that. He's a a weakness for me. I'd be starting Luke Shaw every week there today. Especially when when you're coming for a counter-attack, you need pace out wide, and we needed it tonight. I don't think he even came for a counter-attack, though. No, I think you're probably right, yeah. I think if that had been a home game, he'd have started. If it was Fergie, he'd have started show. I'll tell you what though, Eric, Eric Bailly, absolutely outstanding. Do you know what, after the first four or five games after he came back from the African Nations, he struggled, didn't he? But he's proper back in form now, isn't he? he, he he's an absolute warrior. And he needs a lad next to him, like Blin, who'll just calm it down, take the ball, pass it out to the side, nice and steady. I'm confident for next year, that's a great... Another, sh- another shift from Herrera tonight. <laughs> When's it, when, when is he going to get given the captaincy? 
Would you? Would yes. he be your captain? What? I, I don't. I don't see one reason why you wouldn't give him the captaincy. Who's that? Popular choice, but no, he is. He's a leader. Who does he play every week? I've always yet. believed that your captain should be the hardest fucker at the club. He's a bit too rash for me. Delaney all day long. Captain Delaney. Gary Neville. Gary Neville said the other day he thinks it should be the Gaia. The Gaia. He won't be here next year, will he? He's I'm the best player, isn't he? But. Was Roy Keane your best player? No. That, do you know what? That was highlight of the game, actually, for me. When, all right, mate. See you later, Johnny. When the ball went in the city end, and they kept it for ages, and he just faced up to them, and they were all giving him loads of shit, loads, loads, and he didn't blink, and he just stared them all out. Absolutely superb. I mean, that just showed his balls as well. And then day. Came for a point, didn't he? Settled for a point. He's come over with it, so... From the manager's perspective, it's a good result, but from a fan's perspective, we all want that 94th minute winner, don't we? We never looked at any point, though. No, not in the second half. Not, I think, first half, I think we showed glimpses on the counter-attack. Yeah, we had two corners in the first five minutes. Yeah. Glimpses, but I think on the whole, he's obviously set up, when you get the ball, sit back, let's not press too much, leave Rashford by himself, and that's how it worked out. Um, Swansea now on Sunday. Got to, be, got to beat them, simple as that. You know, is it? We should beat them. Yeah, well, we, we struggle on games like Swansea at home, but if we want to finish top four and not rely on beating Celta Vigo, they've got a win on Sunday, simple is as that. Is it in our own hands yet, or are we still struggling on Is it what, sorry? I just, I just looked there, we're four points behind City, but... I, no, we're three behind Liverpool, but with a game in hand. But aren't they about four goals ahead or something like that? Yeah, but we'll beat Swansea 5-0, so it's all right. Well... At some point, they're going to have to look at that Swansea and the Palace game, I think, and go for it. I think the problems we've got is, ideally, we want Chelsea to wrap it up so Tottenham are on the rampage, and we can go to Tottenham, and maybe, if we can... You want Tottenham under pressure, because that's when they'll bottle it. I'm not sure. They showed that last night, that they can be under pressure and get a 1-0 win. I think they're the top side. I do. I think they're the best team in the league for me. I think if this season started in January, they'd win the league. Absolutely, 100%. Anyone stand out? Performance-wise for United, we've mentioned a couple of players. Who would you give man a match to? I, I think personally, the back, the, the two centre halves are brilliant tonight. They had a job to do, and they did it in abundance. Eric Bailey, Daley Blind, fair play to them. I tell you, who, um, it's been brilliant all season. Probably United's player of the year, but he was shite tonight, Valencia. Yeah, it was a tough one though, wasn't it? He, he didn't much have an outlet. What did you make of um, Guardiola City? Because when they came at Old Trafford early in the season, for the first half, I mean, obviously we got ourselves back in the game with that Slatan goal, but for 30 minutes, they were absolutely sensational. Everyone thought we were going to win it. I thought tonight they looked just devoid of clue going forward. I agree. I think I think they were uh, they ended up out of ideas. I think a few weeks ago, watching Sane, I thought it was going to be a world beater, but tonight he got dragged off, didn't do much. Sterling didn't do much. Aguero, the centre-halves, kept in quiet. I know, like I said, I'll repeat it again. I think Mourinho came for the draw. He's done it time and time again. He's done it tonight. He's done a job done on him, Guardiola, by Mourinho tonight, hasn't he? I think so, yeah. I think. And I that'll, think, ma- that'll mean a lot to Mourinho, won't it? Yeah, but what frustrates me personally is I think we needed the win more than they did. You know, I, I think Tottenham and Arsenal are tough places to go. I think tonight was a night. They're not a great back four. I think we could have got at them. I think he's given up on I think the decision was made that that's how we were going to play and that's that was a game plan they were going to Yeah, it seems it. That seems the way it was, yeah. yeah. I think we were all disillusioned by the fact we might have come on the counter-attack. I don't think he even planned on it. Come for a point, let's go home. So, top four, yes or no? <sighs> Tough one. Uh, if I was going to put money on it, I'd say no. 
Are you saying, Tomo? After I know we ask this every week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every week I say no. I said it over the whole game. You were all going title challenge. <laughs> How many words? If I asked Woody now, he'd, he'd still find a way of thinking. Woody would say that we would not Steve Black, Steve Black would be the ultimate. Where he would find a way that United was still going to win this title. <laughs> he would. And Woody would be like, well, when Wayne Rooney comes on, it'd be furious. Rooney didn't come on. And I would have played him today. But, no, I don't think we'll get it. I think Europa's the only way. And I think I think Mourinho thinks that as well. Do you think it's important that we kept the unbeaten run going? Or you're not yes. asked about that? No, I actually am. I really am. Um, I, think that, I think that means a lot to him. But I think it means a lot to the players as well. And it also, you know, he, he hates to lose, doesn't he? That's why he goes and plays... Like that, Mourinho makes lose, so this would be a lot for him. Do you think it was important that the unbeaten run carried on, or you know, asked about that? Not really. No, I, if you'd offer me a defeat today, but beat Tottenham and Arsenal away, I'd take it. And I think that you know, when you when you're in fifth position, the unbeaten run doesn't really matter. What is it now? It must be 20 plus games. 24, isn't it? October, is it? 24. Back end of October when it Chelsea. I mean, it is. It's unreal, really. It is. Uh, to be fair. Yeah, given that in, in, in them games we haven't probably had any what you class as world-class performances and we've still managed I think that's the problem, I think. We're missing a few world beaters to go and beat and break down the teams at home that we can't beat. I'll tell you what, if he can really do some signings in the summer, like, we get some proper class in if we get in the Champions League, I, 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 then... Personally, I don't think that matters. I think you need to change your mentality at home. I think it's too slow at bringing the ball forward. It doesn't matter if you sign Messi and Ronaldo, we're too slow coming forward. Yeah, totally agree. Right, we're being let out of the stadium now by the look of it. Um, lots of cheers. See you later, lads. Ta-da. Um, we're being let out now, so usually this is a bit of a red herring. They can let you out, make you think everything's all right, and then you get locked up in the uh, the cage outside for another 20 minutes. Obviously, they're waiting for the streets to clear outside, but um, all right, Gary. You okay, mate? You're on the podcast here. Oh, am I? Yeah. How are you? Alright, you happy Obviously, with that? But yeah, I took that before the game. Uh, so not a very Mourinho good game. Well, if Mourinho, yeah, if Mourinho wants a nil-nil draw, he gets one, doesn't he? Simple as that. Do you know what though? If he can do that at games like this, and then win all their own games, and then win the other away game against the shite in the league, he's going to win titles. Title after title, I would have said. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think this is his team yet. It's not the team he would have. But it will be next season. So, are you in the... Well done, Fellaini, for sticking his head on him, Campo. What yeah, a I just, wish, I just wish he'd hit him harder. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you want to see, though, a bit of fight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Right. Well, safe trip home. <laughs> and you. <Yeah. laughs> We're on the way out of the stadium now. We'll probably get locked back up for a little bit. But uh, anyway, that's us done. Good point for United. Not necessarily great performance, but uh, never mind. We're not asked about that. We've uh, kept them beating run going. And... Uh, no I'm done tonight I suppose is the way we could summarise it um, that's it from us tonight uh, next podcast brought to you by redarmybet.com will be at the weekend where me and the United We Stand Sellers uh, will be back after the game uh, new mag out as we mentioned on the last podcast new mag out this weekend uh, is it a 12 o'clock kickoff of the weekend? Yes, yeah. yep 12 o'clock kickoff so we'll be selling the mag on the street from 9 uh, fantastic new issue loads of good stuff in there um, the highlight for me having seen it is a brilliant interview with Paul Ince who uh, will obviously divide many many opinions amongst United fans but um, that's what fanzines are all about opinions and uh, it's definitely worth a read so if you're out and about on uh, the weekend come and get a mag off us uh, we do appreciate it and uh, 
anything that keeps printing magazines going is always appreciated by us because we put a lot of hard work into it but uh, anyway that's it from us uh, good point for United and uh, we're going to head off now back into Manchester catch the last orders and then uh, see what happens after that until then cheers for listening and uh, we will see you at the weekend